Well, good morning, and welcome to Overeat is Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Janice M., and I'm a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Today is Monday. It is October the 3rd, 2016. And today we are reading from the Big Book, from Chapter 11, a Vision for You, and we're going to begin on page 152, the last paragraph, you are going to meet these new friends in your own community. Now, today's readers are, for the 12 steps, is Lisa B. 12 traditions will be Anne Marie M. And our readers for the text will be Amanda R., Judy S., and Du L. Now, the reference number for yesterday's Sunday special edition on Sunday, October 2nd, 2016, is 9127. That's 9127. And the presentation was entitled, When the Spiritual Malady is Overcome. We straighten out mentally and physically, given by recovered compulsive over Michelle H. The OA Preamble, Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Lisa B. to please read the 12 steps. Good morning. This is Lisa B., a recovered compulsive overeater in Greenville, South Carolina. The 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. We admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 
11, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. 12, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. I pass. And thank you, Lisa D. I will now ask Anne-Marie M. to please read The Twelve Traditions of OA. Thank you, Janice, for your service. This is Anne-Marie M., compulsive to eater, uh, currently in my home state of Rhode Island. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse finance or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such, but never be organized. We may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, a public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other media, public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you. And thank you so much, Anne-Marie M. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share but we do ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We're sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. Now to share, press star one to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to mute your phone. Now in order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. And today we're going to resume our study in the big book on page 152, that very last paragraph you are going to meet. 
And I will now ask Amanda R. to please start reading for us. Good morning. This is Amanda R. And I am a recovered compulsive overeater from Maine. You are going to meet these new friends in your own community. Near you, alcoholics are dying helplessly like people in a sinking ship. If you live in a large place, there are hundreds, high and low, rich and poor. These are the future fellows of Alcoholics Anonymous. Among them, you will make lifelong friends. You will be bound to them with new and wonderful ties, for you will escape disaster together, and you will commence shoulder to shoulder on your common journey. Then you will know what it means to give of yourself that others may survive and rediscover life. You will learn the full meaning of love thy neighbor as thyself. It may seem incredible that these men are to become happy, respected, and useful once more. How can they rise out of such misery, bad repute, and hopelessness? The practical answer is that since these things have happened among us, they can happen with you. Should you wish them above all else and be willing to make use of our experience, we are sure they will come. The age of miracles is still with us. Our own recovery proves that. So, um, I'm going to laugh a little bit. I don't know. I laugh a lot now that I'm recovered. Sometimes I think a little bit excessively. But this, this second paragraph kind of it amused me because I realized, you know, when I first came into this meeting, um, A, I didn't believe that I could become recovered, and B, I didn't think that any of the people sharing on the line saying they were recovered had ever really been anything but recovered. I mean, I know that sounds kind of crazy, but um, I just, I didn't... (laughs) I, I didn't really take into account the before picture. I figured that um, these people had always had, um, n- you know, normal-sized bodies, and they'd always just kind of lived on even keel, in touch with their higher power, and and life was good. And they would they would say that it, it that it hadn't been, but I, I don't know, it just didn't. I didn't really believe it. Um, but I did. You know, I did wish this transformation myself above all else. And I was willing to make use of other people's experience. So I worked the steps. And, you know, especially in the beginning, I really didn't believe the transformation would happen for me. But I kept at it anyway. And, what do you know, it did. I mean, it's, <laughs> it was pretty crazy that, you know, a year ago, if you told me that I would be on this meeting, a year ago I didn't even know this meeting existed, and that I would be sharing on it and talking about how, you know, my life had had really been transformed, I would have told you you were flat out crazy and smacked you with my big book. Um, but, <laughs> at least I had a big book. <laughs> um, I really was. I mean, a year ago I was in the hospital most of the time, I was gaining weight like crazy. I was a miserable person. Um, I was miserable, you know, myself internally, and I was not at all pleasant to be around. And it's not like 
you know, I am 100%, you know, happy all the time. And I'm, I'm just like, you know, you're the fairy godmother come to life now. I have the steps. And when I use them, which I do every day, they open me up to the guidance of my higher power. And that's the miracle, my higher power reaching into my life so I don't need any of those crazy um, behaviors. And I really am at peace. And I think I will stop with that and I'll pass. And Janice, if you're talking, we don't hear you. Thank you so much. I was talking away. Um, I think we're going to concentrate on, on page 153, that first paragraph where it starts, it may seem incredible. So who would like to begin? Joe A. Okay, Joe A. Anyone else? Katie F. Katie, thank you. Katie F. Anybody else? Tina S. Tina. Tina S. And give me one more. Bassa O. Sarah W. Oh, let's do one more. Okay, well, we're just going to have those five. Are we going to have, um, let me just write this one down, please. All right, we're going to have Joe A. First up, then Katie, Tina, Bassa, and Sarah. Okay, Joe, please go ahead. Hi, this is Joe A. I'm calling from Cleveland. And um, this past weekend, um, a group of us celebrated a special occasion for a fellow member. And um, it began with a potluck. And, of course, we all brought uh, food that would be appropriate for anybody's particular food plan. And um, the evening ended with us sitting around a fire pit um, laughing, laughing, laughing for about three hours. And these are people who otherwise my path would not have crossed, I would not have met, um, all different uh, cultures and lifestyles and um, folks that probably, well, definitely would have intimidated me years ago prior to coming into OA. It was just a gift. Uh, one one uh one of the folks sitting around the fire pit said, and we're doing this without alcohol or without snacks. I mean, it was just um, just a great, great way. It reminded me of this paragraph and um, how we can have fun just from um, being honest and uh, laughing at ourselves. So with that, I pass. Thank you. Did you call on me, Janice? Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and go. This is Katie F. Um, sorry, sorry. I'm okay. Katie F., I apologize. Okay. I will set my timer. Okay, mm-hmm. good morning. This is Katie F., a recovered compulsive overeater um, in Virginia. And I uh, just want to focus on this first paragraph. It may seem incredible. I mean, first sentence. It may seem incredible that these men are to become happy, respected, and useful once more. Um, you know, when I came in here, uh, 
finally willing to go to any lengths for my recovery and finally willing to do whatever needed to be done, I had no idea what would be ahead for me, that I would have um, these relationships that span, you know, uh, decades and that I would um, stop burning bridges with people. Um, Even, you know, every employer I've had since recovery, every, uh, you know, there's just no one out there because of working the 12 steps um, that I can't uh, look in the eye. And, you know, that is just a huge byproduct of this uh, recovery process that, you know, I just came in here because I was tired of overeating. I couldn't stop and I wanted to lose weight. Um, I didn't even, actually, I didn't even care if I lost weight by that point. I just wanted the insanity to stop with the food. Um, so the fact that we get this, um, to become happy, respected, and useful is just so amazing. You know, we're, it's like, you know, there's other places in the big book where it says we're reborn and we truly are, you know, I have been given the chance to have the life I always wanted. Um, but I had completely given up on that because of this disease. I'd given up on, you know, having children and being married and um, having a decent job and having friends and um, all of those things. This disease had robbed me of because it took me down um, to the point where, you know, I had to work 70 hours a week just to make rent, so to speak. And, you know, really I was uh, just in a constant spiral downward. And so to think that I would be given back something, you know, so much more just by um, putting down the food and picking up uh, this spiritual um, toolkit and working these steps one day at a time, it really is quite the bargain, you know, and it's free. But the thing is, is that in meeting other people along the way, it keeps me out of myself and it keeps me focused on why I do this. I, you know, I'm always amazed when people say, I can't remember uh, my last binge or I can't remember what it was like to be in the food. You know, to me, that's a dangerous place because I need to be sharing it one day at a time. Um, And I don't know how to stop Mm -hmm. it. Okay. Uh, So with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Well, thank you, Katie F. Thank you. Okay, Tina S., you're up. I hope you can hear me. Thanks, Janice. Can you hear me now? Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for your service. Uh, Tina S., compulsive eater anorexic in Florida. Uh, It may seem incredible, you know, and it certainly was incredible to me you know, when, when these things started to happen. And, um, you know, and I initially thought that this was just like that pink cloud that they talked about and stuff like that. And, but I, you know, I continued to come around and I had continued to see the example of what, what the 12 steps one day at a time was given these other people, you know, and initially I, and as somebody else said, initially I thought they were all blowing smoke or they had been there for a very long time and just never really had the bottom that I had. But then I started, like, really following them around, you know, and just in a meeting or on the phone listening to somebody, and you know, hey, anybody can say anything. But when I started to see what they were actually doing in their lives, you know, I thought, oh, you know what, maybe this can continue to happen for me if I continue to do the deal. And that is certainly what has happened, 
you know. And it says, should you wish them above all else and be willing to make use of our experience? And, you know, and, and I certainly finally was um, wishing it above all else, you know, because bottom line, and I always say this just for me, you know, if, if I could have done it on my own, I would have done it on my own. I had exhausted every avenue, and so I was beaten to a state of reasonableness. I just really was, and, and that was the good news. For a long time, I thought that was the bad news, but that was the good news. You know, if, if I needed to just let go, you know, you know, quit hanging on, and um, and then these things started to happen in my life one day at a time. And then it, you know, talks about the transformation that that has occurred. I was at a meeting on Saturday, and I said, you know what? I never thought I wanted to name this stuff, you know. And today, I'm so grateful that I continue to want this stuff. So I continue to do the deal, and and I know for one thing that if I don't give this thing away, I will not keep it. So um, that's what I'm doing today, and I'm just grateful for you all on the lines. Thanks. And thank you, Tina S. Okay, uh, Vasa O, it's your turn. Yes, thank you. Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Janice, for your service, and Vasa, grateful, recovered, compulsive reader calling from Foxborough, Massachusetts. And this is just a beautiful paragraph we are reading this morning. I Before I came to the program, I used to go places and thinking more about what kind of food they were going to serve. <clears throat> So, and today my life is so different. I go there for the people, not for the food. Uh, I never thought I would ever put the food down or become recovered before coming to program. But I found hope when I heard what other people did before that went before me, especially reading them at the beginning what the 100 people did to recover, you know, and I was just so willing and I was so ready to just take the steps and do it. I didn't want to die. I did not understand the peace, <clears throat> excuse me, the peace, the happiness, the joy, the serenity till I started experiencing it in myself. I saw it in other people, that, but I never thought it was possible to happen to me, you know. And I kept on hearing the promises every time we read them at the end of the of the meeting, it gave me, like, hope. I could be there. I will be there. I just need to persevere and do what I'm asked to do, work the steps, one step at a time as they are. And it's amazing how my life has been transformed over the years. And I did come just to to put the food. That's all I needed to do, you know. And I was going to leave the program. I thank God that I stayed. I, I came for the vanity, stayed for the sanity. So I, I see the transformations in my meetings, even here, people that have, trans, God has transformed them through working the steps, you know, and me taking other people through the steps. It's a miracle. You know, some stay with them and some don't, you know. I had a woman not too long ago. We did the third step. It was the time for the fourth step. She backed off. She was afraid. But anyways, you know, I was so ready and willing just to continue going through. And I'm here, you know, even though I'm not cheering every day, I'm listening to the meetings, and the transformation keeps on happening to me. And I thank you for letting me share, and I pass. And thank you, Vasa. Oh, okay. Good morning to you, Sarah W. 
Good morning, Janice. Thank you for your service today. Uh, good morning, Vision, for you. My name is Sarah W., Grateful Recovered Compulsive Overeater. I wanted to focus on the second paragraph and beyond. It says, how can they rise out of such misery, bad repute, and hopelessness? Um, you know, some of us come in and, you know, for myself, it was not just the food. It was everything. It was the unmanageability of my life. And um, I had to really uh, be willing to admit how unmanageable my life really was. Um, and, you know, only then could I uh, wish uh, above all else to be willing to make use of the experience um, that others were giving me. Um, uh, I, I was a thief. Um, I was dishonest, I was uh, extremely angry, I was extremely shame-based, um, just just self-loathing all over the place, and um, had done things that, um, you know, could have landed me in jail, uh, and food was one of my solutions to my, my misery and my pain, uh, so to give that up um, was, um, you know, had to I had to be at a, at a jumping off place. And, um, you know, I did have a bad reputation. Uh, I did feel very hopeless uh, and very alone. And, and that's what um, really brought me to a place where I was willing to do things differently. Um, and today my life is you know, worlds away. When I talk about who I was, it's almost like I'm talking about another human being, truly, because... Um, you know, the steps have really uh, uh, brought me to a place where I'm very other-centered. Um, you know, I, I really try in my life uh, to really be, uh, 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 in a sense, a beacon of light, um, you know, to offer hope. And and I have to bring the second step up, you know, when it, where it says, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. I had never had sanity. And I think that was the, the big thing for me. Other people had had somewhat of a decent life earlier on in their lives, and I really never felt I did. So the steps really offered me a new way of living. And really, um, with that, I, was, I found sanity. The steps gave me a sense of sanity that I had never had. So grateful for that, and I am grateful for all the people around me that have helped me through the years, uh, that have made such a huge difference in my life. And um, I continue to have friendships from 22 years ago when I first came in, uh, and I'm so grateful for those that have walked uh, alongside me. And with that, I pass. Thank you. And thank you, uh, <clears throat> Sarah W. Okay, is there anyone else I would like to comment on? The first paragraph on page 153, I heard do L. Oh, wait, is it the first paragraph? I want to come on the second one. (laughs) We haven't read that yet, hon. We haven't read it yet. I bet, I bet. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be commenting on the 153, the first paragraph, and then uh, we'll get to the other ones pretty soon, probably. But is there anyone else? Sarah. (laughs) I'm sorry, I didn't Jennifer. get that. Teresa. Okay, Teresa. What's your first initial to your last name, Teresa? H. 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 Okay, we have Teresa H. Who else? J. 
Jennifer P. Jennifer P. Anybody else? Yvonne T. Nope, didn't get it. Sorry. Yvonne T. Devon? Yvonne. Yvonne. Yvonne T. T as in Tom? Yes. Okay, Yvonne. Anyone else? We'll take one more. Janice. Janice, I had a question for you. Did we not just read two paragraphs? We did, my dear, but we read 152, the last paragraph on 152. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay, dear? Okay, that was Janice B.? Yeah. Is that correct, Jan? All right. Let's go. Larry K., please go ahead. Larry K.? Hey, I'm here, Janice. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm not always here, but I'm here. I understand. <laughs> so. Thank you. Thank you, Larry. Larry uh, K. Recovered Compulsive Reader. Thanks for your service, Janice. So, um, the yeah, boy, it's amazing. You know, you're going to meet new friends in your own community. I, d- I had the opportunity to meet some, some new friends in my own community. I don't know if they're going to be friends or not, but, boy, we were friendly together. We had some people that were – it was an area a little different uh, than I typically go to. I went to have the privilege of – of, you know, chatting with some new people, um, some old people in program uh, in, in the Chicagoland area. And, boy, how cool. You know, we got, you know, some people have been uh, uh, in recovery a long time. I didn't. I ran into an old sponsor, one of my first that cracked open the big book and still d- doing the deal. That's pretty cool. And, um, and then, you know, someone else shared with me they were uh, – they started out in Narcotics Anonymous uh, – they had, they say, you talk about heroin. I, I was on heroin. And uh, uh, so there's that person, but then, you know, kind of is, is, is now in Overeaters Anonymous trying to figure it out and, and, and you know, in all sorts of different, different shapes and sizes and uh, race and gender and this and that. And, you know, but we all share a common, a common thread here. If we are, if we have the twofold nature of this disease, you know, if we have this allergy of the body and we have this obsession of the mind that drives us back again and again and again, as it did me, as it, you know, has done uh, to you. And boy, oh boy, you know, when, when we're relieved, you know, I'm, I'm passionate about this thing because for, for a lot of reasons, I'm passionate about it in carrying this message. One, it's one of the things I'm called to do in, in step 12, but I, I've been called to do a lot of things in my lifetime that I've chosen not to do, you know, but I'm, I'm, uh, I'm called to do it, but I'm also passionate about it, you know, and, and there's, it's, it's taken some grit. It's taken some grit, man. You got to be gritty to, you know, to endure, to stay with this thing, you know, and, and do it precisely and do it in sequence. And when you do, then you become, you cross over that bridge, that proverbial bridge, and boy, oh boy, crossing over that bridge and the changes that happen that occur are extraordinary. It's crazy that I'm that 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 I'm up this morning and instead of at the donut shop as I did for decades, you know, and that that we're sharing this time together. I didn't set out to do this. I had other plans in my life other than the donut shop. Frankly, I had other plans, you know. But but I'm here, and what a beautiful place to be. There's nowhere else that I'd rather be. Now there's someone out here. They're like, I can think of a lot of other places I'd rather be. But I'm telling you, no baloney. Uh, there's no other place that I'd rather be this morning. Uh, so you stick with it, you do the deal, you follow this precisely, 
and watch what effect. And then tell, call me up. Tell me what effect you had. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks. Thank you, Larry Kay. If Duel is here, I see what you mean, Do. If you want to share on that very first paragraph on page 153, would you like to do that as your second paragraph? <laughs> Are you still there? <laughs> Duel, I understood now what you meant. Please go I'm ahead. Like, I'm, I'm a little, little confused today. <laughs> no, I, I, I understand oh. what you meant now. Okay. All right. Very good. So my name is Duell, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Um, thank you for that. Now it's set my timer here. It says, um, you know, that it's incredible that these men are to become happy, respected, and useful once more. And you know, that was that was incredible for me. I I didn't understand, you know, what that looked like. I couldn't even imagine it. I knew that other people had recovered, and I knew what that looked like, you know, by seeing their example. Um, and that's why this paragraph is so important because it says, you know, the practical answer is in these people that are among us that has happened with them, you know, and it can happen for you too. So they're saying, you know, look at the example. And, you know, but when I would look at that example as a compulsive overeater, it seemed impossible for me. It was just like, it, it seemed like a dream, you know, it just seemed so out of reach. But here's the key. Here's the key. It says, should you wish them above all else, above food, above my behaviors, above my actions, above, you know, any ideas that I have, preconceived ideas about having about recovery, it says, and be willing to make use of our experience. So that means I need to take this in my heart. I need to move towards my heart, which is the root of my desire, Right. And my, my heart is what drives me to whatever I desire. If I desire the food, I'm going to move towards the food. If I, if I desire recovery, I'm going to move towards recovery. So it says we are sure that, that, that it will come, right? So it's wherever my heart is, that's where I'm going to have my drive. And it says the ages of miracle is still with us. Our own recovery proves that. So when I took the directions and follow exactly, precisely what these other recovered people did in this book, then I was able to get the recovery that I wanted. You know, and a lot of times is following the principles, like actually doing the principles, practicing the principles, actually taking action. And, and why it didn't work for me for so long? Because I would read and read and read and read and intellectualize, but I never did the work. I never practiced the principles. I never practiced love. I never practiced kindness. I never practiced having compassion towards another person. I took the steps, and it was always about myself. It wasn't until I let go of myself and did this and was into others that it actually worked. So that is the key to success, is following the experience of others you know, following what they have done with this book, following the principles, doing action steps that get us to the recovery. And so I'm grateful that I have the recovery that I have today, and I keep sharing that with others, and with that I pass. And thank you so much, Duell. Okay, Teresa H., you're up. Thanks for waiting. Teresa H. Oh, thank you so much for your service. This is Teresa H. from Monterey, California. 
Um, I just want to start off by saying thank you so much to my higher power for giving me the willingness to wake up at 4 o'clock a.m. and for everybody here because this is such a great meeting. This is, um, I definitely find out of, there's a lot of local meetings here and this meeting I've been listening to for years recorded. Um, <clears throat> so thank you everybody for your service. Uh, you do a, a huge service and you probably don't even realize how many people listen to those recordings because um, they have definitely saved my life. It's probably the healthiest meeting um, that I found. And and there's a pretty big fellowship out here, uh, but, but this is where I find my recovery. Um, I love the, the part where it says, if I wish them above everything else and I'm willing to make use of what others, of others experience, we are sure the promises will come. And I wish to be abstinent above everything else because nothing else in my life happens unless I'm abstinent. And I know that I have been um, flour and sugar free weighing my portions for 11 years. Uh, I, I started off in a different program. I just switched over to um, Overeaters Anonymous. I was in SA for um, quite a few years. Um, and then I moved out here to Monterey, and, and they don't have that program. Um, it's Overeaters Anonymous, but I couldn't find a program where people weigh and measure their food, and they don't eat flour and sugar. And somebody on an um, outreach phone call told me about this program, and uh, and I've been <laughs> I've been happy ever since. So um, I'm really grateful to be here, and uh, I love how it starts off with the question, "How." It reminds, um, the answer is honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness for me. That's, that's how I do it. And using the experience of others, I have to do, for my recovery, I know I have to do exactly what my sponsor asks me to do. It, I have tried to take back self-will and not follow the suggestions of my sponsor. And every time, I, and I've had three major breaks in program. Um, in 11 years, and every time it just it landed in a disaster. I know without a shadow of a doubt that I am a compulsive overeater and a food addict. I know that I cannot ingest flour and sugar in my body, and I definitely know that my way does not work. Um, thank you so much for everybody for being here. I'm really, really so grateful um, that God has given me the willingness to be up at 4 o'clock in the morning to finally listen to this phone call live. It's It's amazing. Thank you. And thank you so much for your share, Teresa H., and welcome to you. Yes, okay, Jennifer P., please. It's your turn. Hi, this is Jennifer P., newly recovered compulsive reader in New Jersey. Thank you, Janice. Thank you, everyone, um, for your service. I don't usually get to uh, call into the live meeting either, um, but I'm really grateful that, or, or listen, I should say, and that I'm grateful that I can call in and you know that I just wanted to say what jumps out at me is the practical answer the practical answer is that since these things have happened among us they can happen with you and I'm one of those people who's been in OA many years 23 years before finding this meeting um, and you know I I didn't I kind of I knew the solution was in the big book but I didn't know what the practical answer was because I didn't see it happening to people among us among the people I was seeing at meetings. I just didn't get it. I didn't get the message. And it wasn't until I found this meeting that I could hear it every day. I think, you know, that was, that's key too for me, that I can hear it over and over and over and that it's explained. And now that I can go out and recover because I have a practical program to follow, um, 
And I'm just very grateful for that. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer P. And uh, you're volunteer. It's your turn. Hi, can you hear me? I can. Thank you, um, Yvonne. And I am very grateful to be on the meeting and a little nervous because um, I am new to this. But um, I was thinking years ago when I first started this journey, probably 30 years ago, I wanted to find, um, well, I, I was in an open AA meeting and I thought, where can I find something like this for Buddhaholics? And so I went on an OA journey and um, it's been many, many, many years, many years of struggle, many years of abstinence, but um, I think everything's brought me to where I am right now and a vision for you to me is probably the most undiluted version. It's like I feel like I am one of the alcoholics going through the program looking for recovery. It just happens that my drug of choice is food. So I feel so grateful to have found this program. Um, and then the paragraph, um, I think the thing that sticks out for me is you'll be bound with them. You you will be bound to them with new and wonderful ties so you will escape disaster together and that's how I felt I was really heading for disaster um, I um, more recently had a slip and gained a lot of weight and my health is uh, my health is just going downhill I'm a cancer survivor twice and I just cannot afford um, I can't afford this weight on my bones and the weight on my soul is just destroying me and I just can't let this disease take another day of my my life um, and then you'll know what it means to give of yourself that others may survive and just rediscover life um, I'm at the beginning so I'm I'm starting to understand what this disease is about really understand um, how it's ingrained in every cell of my being and it has driven me to where I am today. Uh, and the last um, maybe five or six days, I've been abstinent, um, been working this program and I am re rediscovering life and I have hope. I have hope and I believe because You've done it, and uh, I see examples of this program working in your lives, and I know that this is where I need to be. If I want to be recovered, this is where I need to be, and this is what I need to do, and I need to do it exactly the way you've done it. Um, is that the timer? Well, you have a minute. Go ahead. Okay. And just the fact that you are an example of how this program works. And so if I want what you have, I need to do exactly what you do. Mm -hmm. And it is a miracle. You do miracles and not with us. And I see it in you, and I pray that um, it will happen to me. But I do believe it can happen because there's a solution in this big book. And all I need to do is follow the direction and the instruction as it's written. 
thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Yvonne T. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, how about Janice B? It's your turn. Thank you, Janice. Good morning, visionaries. This is Janice B. Recovered compulsive overeater in Vermont. And I just lost my gauge. Um, so there it is. Um, uh, should you wish them above all else and be willing to make use of our experience, we are sure they will come. So um, this this whole paragraph reminded me of when Abby and Bill were talking and he he. He said, Here's had a miracle directly across the kitchen table. He shouted great tidings. And um you know, I I I'm not the person that I used to be. Um I can walk into a grocery store with a smile on my face and look at people and they smile back at me. I'm not the person that I used to be going in with my head down and and my agenda of getting things done in my own isolated world. Um, um, pardon me, Janice. I'm going to just mute the line. Somebody's playing the drum, I think. Okay, can you hear me now? Janice, Hello? please go ahead. Yes, Janice, okay. go ahead, Okay, so yeah, I feel like I'm a miracle. That that the miracle is coming true for me after after feeling so isolated and alone, and um, an outsider in the world. Um, I have I have a higher power that is loving that loves me and that I can outpour that love with, for other people. And it, it says, should you wish this above all else and be, be willing to make use of our experience, it's like um, what it takes is everything you got, like every day, every day paying attention to to your thoughts and your thinking and and being willing to give and um and it is a miracle uh with that I pass well, thank you, Janice B. okay, we have some time left if other is there anyone else I would like to comment Wayne I'm sorry, who is it Wayne? Wayne. Okay, Wayne. What is the first initial of your last name, Wayne? C. C. Okay, I think we can take somebody else also. Anybody else? Do I want to unmute? All right. Please go ahead, Wayne. You're up. Okay. uh, First time hitting this time slot, I uh, called into the seven. AM seven my time. Um, so the second part, the second hour. So by all means, uh, you know, just stop me if you need to, or 
or correct me or guide me. Um, yeah, I'm just I, I like the um, the idea of reading the material and commenting on it. I think it's I'm I'm going to be I, I should keep my comments focused on that. But if you allow me some wiggle room, if I depart from from the norm, uh, yeah, I'm, I am looking for a sponsor. I think, uh, and I think that's later on in the call. But uh, just just to share, like I am absent, I'm doing well. I'm in how I want to say regular how, um, and uh, to find out that there's something a little bit more, um, I want to say stricter, but focuses on the book. I think is to me very appealing. I heard about you guys uh, probably a year back. Very vaguely, somebody was talking about you guys and uh and I never did look into that. Um but you know, for me that's my experience has been all God has worked uh through others is he's put little seeds. You say seeds, you know, there's a bird it's still dark and there's a bird trying to break into my window. And uh he's gone now finally, but I felt sorry for him. He wanted to come into the light, I guess, you know, because it's light. But, uh, yeah, now, now, you know, I'm just interested in what you guys have seen. I like how it keeps it succinct to the literature, right? So it's mm-hmm. a, um, the Age of Miracles is still with us, I, I, our, and our own recovery proves that. And I think that's, you know, my big thing is um, there's people that lost a lot of weight and they kept it on for years. And and I would say that's, that's unheard of in modern times, you know? Um, so, and, and those are miracles, I think, you know, and, and how people are doing it. And so, um, yeah, I just really uh, am grateful that you guys are there and that I can call in and part participate and be a part of, and uh and just try and learn you know and so uh maybe the time is right i'm willing to learn usually i'm willing to to dispense my knowledge which is not much really you know uh (laughs) so anyways i'll pass thank you well thank you wayne c but okay we have about five minutes would someone like to take up some of the comment this is Deanna B. Okay, Deanna, and if we have Deanna B and somebody else for two minutes, it'll be great. Deanna B and Jody E Q. J- Jody E Q. Thank you. See God works. Okay, Deanna B, please go ahead. Thank you, Janice. Thank you for your service. This is Deanna B, a grateful, recovered, compulsive reader from Chicago area, uh, spending the Jewish holiday with friends in Dark County, Wisconsin. It's very exciting to be here. Um, it says the practical answer is that since these things have happened among us, they can happen with you. When I came into OA in, in the late 70s, I thought it could happen with you, but not with me. And so I left the program for many, many years. I do believe, although I feel that vision these meetings have saved my life. I believe that it was time for me to find a phone meeting. I had never heard of them. And when I came back, I was desperate enough, probably not my highest weight, but I was desperate, desperate enough to listen to other people. 
And you know, the teachers came and taught me. And today, the, one of the most exciting things is that working with others and continuing to read these steps and read through these same pages. And uh, I know, and I focus on this meeting, but I also focus on my face-to-face -face meetings because they're so important. And I just needed to say that. Thank you, and I'll pass. And thank you so much, Deanna B. Okay, Jody EQ, just in time. Good morning, this is Gordon E.Q. in California, Grateful Recovered Compulsive Reader. What wonderful paragraphs these are. What a fabulous, fabulous opportunity we have to carry this message and to share our recovery with others. It's just, like it says, it's a miracle that we can recover and that we can help others to recover. And it's such a wonderful thing to, to be able to do to help someone so profoundly and to be helped so profoundly, to, to save our own lives and to help someone else save theirs. It's, what more could I ask for in life, really? It's, I can't even... Um, you know, I can directly help somebody in such a profound way. It gives me such a feeling of usefulness, which I did not have before. On, on the contrary, I felt so hopeless and helpless and useless. And for me, that, that's the difference between life and death. And... <clears throat> What a wonderful thing it is to be on this call that is carrying the message in such a practical way and helping so many people. And also to take this model and to use it to help people in my own community, in my meetings locally, that may not know about a vision for you, that may not want to listen to a vision for you. I can bring this to my local community and spread the word that way too. So yes, it is it is a sufficient substitute for the food. It absolutely is, and I am so grateful to have found it. Thank you so much for that task. <clears throat> pardon me. Thank you so much, Judy. Um, EQ. Okay. There we go. And I thank everyone. Thank everyone for making this meeting possible and uh, everyone who shared. Please join us now. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour coming up of study immediately following the closing. We will now close the reading with the reading from the big book on page 164 followed by the serenity prayer. Will Judy S. please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Good morning. This is Judy S. from upstate New York. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come. 
if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.